You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm. Coming to you live from the premiere of season six. Before we get started, a brief bit of warning. If your family or friends are bathed in a green light and disappear, don't be alarmed. They were never your family, never your friends. You're alone and it's time to move on with Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. Move on, Ooh. move on with us. Hello, everybody. I'm Travis. Hello, everybody. I'm Brandon. I, I, I wrote that earlier. And then I forgot about it. And so that I, I was like, oh, yeah, shit. That's how I'm supposed to read that. I made it. <laughs> That's right. Good. Good, 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 good. You always do such a good job with those intros, Brandon. I'm so, yeah. I'm, I'm so happy that that fell squarely into your lap and that I haven't had to do. I think I've maybe done one of them maybe. like once in 150 <laughs> episodes or whatever we're at for, for this podcast. Maybe like like if I if you have you done any solo episodes of this? Uh, yeah, I think I did one when you were like traveling or something happened. Um, okay. I feel like I feel like I did one. I, there was a point I think when we were like both moving or something where like you did a solo episode and then oh. I did a solo episode. <laughs> Pro- probably not our best work, but anyway. no, yeah, yeah. 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 We, we, we're, we're together again. It's it's a it's an exciting time. Yeah. Season six is here. We have been. Back. You know, ramping up that hype train for the last month uh, in excitement for this day. Uh, but yeah, season six is here. We have so much to talk about. Um, but yeah, Brandon, how, how are you feeling? You, you, you're doing good on this long weekend. Oh, you, man. you rested up. You recovered <laughs> from from all the excitement. Yeah, I am. I I am rested up. Uh, my after two years, my kid going homeschool started up school a couple weeks back and he brought home his first cold and he passed it, <laughs> passed it off to the rest of us. And so this weekend was, was full of a little bit of a fever, a little bit of a cold, no COVID thank Thankfully I'm still two years down COVID free. You're still in that Novid group. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The 10% yeah. or whatever it is. All right. That yeah. or the tests were just wrong either way. <laughs> we're, we're, I'm glad, I'm glad you're feeling well. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you recovered enough yeah. to do this this podcast with me. Well, I'm, um, I'm, I'm, exci- well, I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, be, I was doing all the Reddit posts in the in in the middle of you know a fever and and being drugged up. Uh, yeah, super excited. I couldn't I couldn't miss it for the world or being miserable. I could not do it. So I'm I'm excited to talk about you, you the show done today. It. You would have done it miserable. That's that's how dedicated he is to this podcast, yeah, ladies and gentlemen. It's true. Um, and and if you are maybe less so dedicated to this podcast, maybe you're you're brand new and you're a first time listener, just tuning in for season six. Well, we're we're glad you're here. Welcome to Unity. That is that is the community of listeners uh, to this podcast. So if we're talking to Unity, we're we're talking to you. Uh, and if if you want to uh, follow along with all the things that we're doing. Online, you can follow us over on Twitter at Rick and Morty Pod. We are on Facebook at facebook.com slash Rick and Morty Podcast or on Instagram at Rick and Morty Podcast. Uh, you can also send us an email, Rick and Morty Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, speaking of those Reddit posts, you can find what, like three? Th- Do you get karma for every comment? Because my goodness, Brandon, you are you are holding it down over at the official subreddit. Uh, which is rickandmorty.reddit.com. You can also go to our meager subreddit, rickandmortypodcast.reddit.com. I do, uh, and then I, I do our, get a fair amount of, of karma. I, I, I believe, yeah. For, so many internet points. <laughs> I, I need. 
you're just you're just doing doing the Lord's work over on that, that subreddit. You're just you're just putting that's in the all hours. this all that's all this podcast was for was to get me in with the subreddit community. That way I could get the sweet, sweet discussion post karma. Sweet, sweet karma. Uh, you can also go to our website, rickandmortypod.com, for every episode of this podcast. Uh, shout out to everybody that's watching live streaming. Uh, we stream Monday nights over at twitch.tv slash apatheticenthusiasm. Or you can catch video versions of the podcast at youtube.com slash apatheticenthusiasm. Uh, finally, big thank you to all of the patrons over at patreon.com slash apatheticenthusiasm. Continue to support this and all of our podcasts. We really do appreciate it. Um, yeah. All right. We're going to go, we're going to go cash in some of Brandon's internet points, his, his, his wealths of karma and, uh, and get into our first segment, which is, and always will be semi-pertinent news. Semi-pertinent news. <laughs> oh wow it's short that's, and sweet that that's it that's all right that, we're, that's it we're, I, we're gonna get right to the point here <laughs> we, we, have a we lot got to a review about. and it's really affecting brandon's brandon's acapella chops all right we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll save that for listeners to jorson and short outs at the end um ladies ladies and gentlemen unity it we have obviously a phenomenal episode to cover over the main thing but uh a few things that we have to do here in semi-pertinent news and first and foremost, if you have your finger on the button, Brandon. Oh, I do. Uh, let's get this week's Wormageddon update. In the summer of 2022, the world was torn asunder by creatures from place or places unknown. It was called the end of the world. We called it Wormageddon. Wormageddon update. Wormageddon update. Wormageddon update. Wormageddon update. That's right. It is the Wormageddon update. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're still with us, it's because you've survived Wormageddon. Uh, and let, let's go ahead and talk about it. it it's all over. Wormageddon is, is done. It's all over. Uh, there are some statues in various places of the world still, I think, till at least the 8th. Uh, I don't think the one in Malibu is, is still there. I think uh, I think that one is, is done now. But anyway, uh, all nine winners have been revealed. Congratulations to Henning, Martin, Stephen, Michael, Kiwi, Marie, and Javier, and Jiggy. Jiggy Cruz. Two cruises, book two end, cruises, book ending the, the golden Rick. Or well, I, Javier was technically the last one, but but Jiggy, Jiggy's my man. Look, Jiggy and I, we go, we go way back. It's something in our genetics, the, the whole cruise thing. Like uh, we're just, we're just pals now. Like we talk on the, the doesn't matter. Anyways, the the Council of Golden Ricks head winners are are there. Um, <laughs> and uh, so yeah, pretty, I mean it's pretty cool they released a new a couple new videos uh the one in las vegas had summer planetina and beth fighting the worms out on the vegas strip um and there was there was a samsung related video with that which was a flip phone and then the uh the, the earbuds and then they released the final final video of the wormageddon where they're all going to take out the big giant worm and just as they're about to start taking out that worm they all started turning green and disappearing green flashies green who, flashies who knows why we still don't yep. know why 
We still have no idea why. Your guess that is as good as mine. Uh, so that's a, that's your your final worm again and update. So far as we can tell, unless unless they tell me otherwise, <laughs> I, uh, I think I think that's it. Yeah, yeah. I overall, I I think this was a really good promotion that Adult Swim did. I think a lot of fans got involved. Obviously, really phenomenal uh, statues hidden all over the world that, that fans could go visit for a short period of time. Uh, I I noticed a lot of fans like really expecting Wormageddon to somehow play directly into season six or some of the episodes. As of now, we don't know that any episodes will feature any giant worms. Uh, the The first episode certainly did not. Um, but yeah, they, that tie-in at the end with the the flashing green and everybody disappearing um, definitely definitely had some some play in in season six's premiere, as, as we'll get to in a little bit. And yeah, um, I my my biggest thing is I hope these statues do not disappear and end up in some you know warehouse packed up in crates never to be seen again um hopefully these are these are featured at, at some location i don't know if they, if they wheel them out to uh future adult swim fests or, or something like that but um really really cool work kudos to any of the artists that that put those together and uh yeah it's just I, it was a really fun uh arg for for a couple of weeks leading up to the season so i, I did uh, i did it gives me hope that they could Oh, go ahead. Oh, I, I did want I did want to shout out. You talk about the the fabrication folks uh, over on, over on Instagram. You can actually follow a couple of the folks that have done uh, fabrications. Uh, so the one for Las Vegas was uh, I just had it. S R S. That's Sierra Ra Romeo Sierra Fabrication. Uh, they they did the one out in Las Vegas. Um, I I was following another uh, company also out of uh, Australia. I, I I lost I lost track of them, but they they're they're there, um, and I really recommend checking out their their stuff. Dang it, I had it, I had it, and I screwed up, Travis. While while you search around, I'm gonna put out my final plea. Uh, listen, Adult Swim, we know you don't all listen to us. Um, you're very busy running one of the biggest adult animation programs in the world, but uh, you know some of us are into 3D printing. So if you have digital versions of those files, <laughs> if, you, if you feel like putting those out and maybe, I don't know, some sort of paid package that we could order off the Internet, I would be more than happy uh, to print my own miniature versions of all of the worm statues uh, to display around my my desk here and, and in the background of some of these these podcasts. Uh, so this is my official request. Uh, let's get, let's get some STL files of those, those worm statues. Huh? Let's, let's get those out on the internet. What do you say, Warner Brothers? Let's make I, it happen. I, I think that's exactly what we should do. ID3 group is the other one. Uh, so, so yeah. Check, Send them check. a DM and see if they still have the, uh, the source files. Please, for, please, for, please, please do. Whatever yeah. the designs were. I don't know. I don't know. They're probably much more talented than just hitting print on a, on a 3D printer. But anyway, <laughs> uh, kudos again to all the folks that won. Uh, Rick statues. Uh, Brandon now has his uh, wonderfully displayed in the background of, of his video feed. So, so lovely work there. Yeah. Um, let's move on to other news very quickly. Um, we did get an update uh, from out at PAX West. This is sort of the gaming uh, convention uh, originally from, from Penny Arcade. This was uh this one was out. Was this Seattle? 
This yeah, Pac- where's Pac West? Yeah, it was Seattle. Seattle. Um, yeah, so uh, high on life, making an appearance out there. Uh, I believe Justin Roiland might have actually been there at, at Pax West. I think I saw some yeah. some posts on on his social media. Yeah, he said he was um, tired, and he was. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "What he are we was tired?" It, yeah, he's like, "Is there anything to do?" I'm, I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was showing off uh, from over at uh, Booth 303. Uh, some some high on life trading cards. Uh, some really cool stuff available um, out there. So they're handing those out again. Uh, slight delay with the game's release, but uh, this is, again is a game that we're excited to play um, as soon as it is officially available. Now on Game Pass. Uh, on on Game on Game Pass. Now there are no updates in on the on the multiverse front uh, that are semi pertinent. I guess if it's sure. semi semi pertinent, we found out that not only is is Stripe going to be released soon but also gizmo is going to be released soon they're separate characters ladies and gentlemen you're 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 dipping hard into apathetic enthusiasm territory ladies and gentlemen (laughs) we gotta get back on track uh and and in doing so let's let's go ahead and, and roll out with uh this week's reddit post of the week all right this week's reddit post of the week goes to me barnyard cruise doing the discussion no just kidding uh no it goes that's to what, that's not what's in the show notes that's what's on the screen <laughs> uh it is uh user say no to bras uh with a post that is 7.7 thousand upvotes 98 percent upvoted uh with with a ton of views it is it is it is uh wii u wii u wii u is the title of the post, and it is a it is a picture of Mister Poopy Butthole in classic meme form, uh, looking at yeah, he's doing the Drake meme where oh, he like yeah. he's like oh no not that one but yeah that one but it says we you yeah. on on the top one and then down below it says you we like ooh we right it's yes I mean there it is there it is all right I don't I don't I don't want to rain on say no to bras parade here congratulations on your seven thousand internet points and and i'm sure you're doing fine work out there uh for the community but i i'm like 90 percent positive this is a repost like oh i feel like i've seen this meme yeah several times before of, of, of course of course of course that, that's that that's how that is how the subreddit works you can be the first person in the world to post something in the subreddit and if somebody else posts, reposts it, but posts it at a better time where more traction is being had, they're gonna they're they're gonna get all that, that sweet credit, sweet yeah. sweet they sweet get those, credit. They get that karma. Yeah, for show. Hooey, yep. hooey, hooey. Uh, so, anyways, thank you, thank you. Say no to bras. Congratulations. Uh, here is your here's your award. It is us saying congratulations. Now, speaking of congratulations, congrats to Arcane for winning the Emmy for uh, last night over over at the the whatever annual Emmy Awards. Um, yeah, it was the it was like the Creative Arts Emmys or something. Yeah. Like, I don't know. They it's like a it's it's not the standard Emmys that gets like televised right. like on TV for everybody. Um, but it is where like best animated feature or best animated series and things they get recognized at yep. this Emmy Awards, and uh, there was there was quite the crew uh, that that were rolling out uh, to to celebrate the nomination for um, I believe it was the Vat of Acid episode. Yeah, yep. um, yep. yeah, and so, uh, so we saw Spencer Grammer out there, Sarah Chalk, 
Um, obviously, Dan. Rob Schraub. Uh, who, Schraub was there. Their, their significant yeah, yeah, yeah. others. <laughs> the, we're, yeah. we're, all, yeah. we're also there. Yeah. Uh, Spencer, uh, she over on her Instagram, if you're not following her on Instagram, uh, Spencer, Spencer Grammer. Uh, she posted a video, a really cool video that I would, I don't know why it, like I, it affected me so much. But I was like, that's a really cool thing that that she posted there, uh, and it was just it was the moment that they were announcing the nominees and they're about to announce the winner, and she was sitting next to Sarah Chalk and they're like just so excited, like ooh, ooh you know, ooh wee, ooh wee, wee you, wee you, <laughs> and uh, and then and then they announced Arcane. And like you could see, kind of, she's like, "I'm still excited." No, that's good. There's like, there's still, yeah. Uh, it was just like a really cool, let's go drink, yay, cool it's moment to, to see like there. Um, Sarah Chalk uh, had some video of, of them dancing on the dance floor. She's like, "Yeah, 12 hours in heels is not, it's not fun." And she, she had no shoes on uh, dancing on the dance floor. Yeah. Um, and this, and there was more video out there, which is, uh, this was originally going to be our Dan Harmon social media minute. But I decided not to do it because Rob Schraub is the one who posted it. Uh, it yeah, is. It's, it's it's not officially a damn yeah, moment. I guess that, that's yeah. the workaround. That was the workaround that I that I did in writing that up, Travis. It is Dan Harmon, and I don't know. I don't know if he's pretending, but he he is. He, I mean, you be the judge out there. He looks pretty conked out on this. Uh, what I what I would describe as a party bus. Uh, it- and, and he is, he is he's sitting there, <laughs> sitting upright, uh, but, but it, his head is, is, is sunken, <laughs> his hair dangling gently, uh, as he appears to be asleep on the ride home from the Emmys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, too much fun, too much fun had at those, at those Emmys. Um, so yeah, Emmy night, they didn't win the Emmy this year, nominated, uh, Still, Vat of Acid, I think, is still one of your one of your favorite episodes. So, oh, absolutely, yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens this year. Uh, I mean, if the premiere is anything to, to be scoffed at, <laughs> is that that's not the right phrase? If it's anything to be scoffed at, they might have a good chance this season of of uh, being nominated at least, and maybe picking up another yeah. menu. But at least getting that out of the way, let's get into the actual Dan Harmon social media minute with the Dan Harmon social media minute. In a world where Dan Harmon posts on social media, it's just the Dan Harmon social media minute. That's like the uh, Cisco right. hold music, right? <laughs> do, 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 do. Yeah. Anyway, uh, all right. Dan Harmon social media minute. Um, as as many of us know, uh, there was a brand new episode of Rick and Morty last night, and Dan as the uh, man about town that he is invited a bunch of people over to his house to watch the season six premiere. Um, and he had quite the dinner uh, with uh, his his chef, uh, Chef uh, Dieseline uh, yeah. is is the uh, the Instagram account. Um, but uh, he posted lots of themed food that was uh, available at his party. And uh, the, the caption on this is uh, that he had friends over for the Ram premiere. Uh, 
and the chef went nuts. His photos suck, but the spread was European super villain caliber, uh, which is a great way, great way to uh, describe this food. Um, he had he had to actually do two posts to include it all, uh, but included in in some of this. Let me let me get the pictures up for folks uh, that right. are watching on the stream. While you're getting the, pic uh, while you're getting the pictures up, yeah, yeah. It, they had here's here are the themed dinners, and uh, we're talking Rick fucked up planet Arancini. We're talking about. We're yep. talking about Mulan Szechuan sauce with a crispy chicken. And if you look carefully, there are actual McDonald's packets of yeah. Szechuan sauce. So somebody went out of their way. They may have had to call <laughs> these in all the way from Australia to, yeah. to, to get them like a month ago. Who yeah. knows? Anyway. June 3rd to 6th, uh, July 3rd to 16th over in Australia. Get your <laughs> sauce now. Uh, Mr. Meeseeks Tofu Box of Existential Pain. Uh, we, had, we had Elon's Tusks. Uh, Unity's cheese board of assimilation, vat of acid shots. So many things. Those those so those look things. pretty good. <laughs> I li I like this one. It's kind of a a deep cut, which is fascist shrimp cocktail. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that that was a deep cut. You're right. Uh, and then uh, there there's one other, but the, my favorite one was where Morty's sperm wants to go. <laughs> and <laughs> that was that was the caviar stuff, right? It was the caviar, yeah. And I was. Uh, yeah, the fish but, eggs. It took me a minute to be like, wh why? Why would you? Why would you want oh, okay. Fish eggs. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Uh, so those are the meals. They all look really good. Elon's tusks, I think, were ribs. I, I would have gone to the Unity's cheese board. Uh, what would you what would you have gone with? Oh, oh, I didn't I didn't plan for this. Um, fat of acid shots is an is an easy start. Oh, but those easy. Elon Tusks, those Elon Tusks, I think were were probably pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had yeah. my fill of Szechuan sauce. So I, I probably would have just skipped it out of uh out of just you know principle. Listen, uh as as <laughs> as the parent of a picky eater, uh you gotta have chicken fingers available. Uh, that's like, true. All the that, time. That's right. True. That's so true. you just you just put chicken fingers on the menu. It's a safe bet for everybody. <laughs> yeah, safe bet. Uh, safe anyway, bet. yeah. All right. Well, uh, that is cool. It. Party. Uh, did you did you mention the giant cookie? Oh, I didn't mention the giant cookie. No, you should mention the giant cookie. Okay, there's a giant cookie. Um, uh, standing aboard an easel uh, is a giant cookie. I think it was actually like Rice Krispie treat, uh, not just just cookie or whatever, but an edible giant portal, Rick and Morty portal. Um, with Rick and Morty coming out of it, it it looks like the design looks like, uh, what the like default like Rick and Morty knockoff T-shirt design. Like it's yeah. it's, the, it's the images that they usually use for for that. Um, but it's 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 a great shot, giant cookie, and uh, yeah, I don't know, I I'd eat it. Ten out of ten, well, I'd eat it. I feel free, feel free I, to I invite us next year, Dan, and yeah. uh, and we'll we'll cover it uh, and make right. and make sure to check out Rachel's cookies because <laughs> she has she you has still some of the have best. them. I do. Those cannot be edible anymore. I, oh no, my my, my kid asked me the other day, "Can I eat these?" I'm like, do not. Don't. <laughs> I will no longer no, have a son. No, you cannot. Um. All right. That's that's gonna do it for semi pertinent news. Uh. As as always, if you have a semi-pertinent news story that you think we should cover, feel free to shoot that over to us uh, at any of those social media links that we mentioned at the top of the show. Um, but it's now time, without any further ado, to get into what we've basically been waiting a year to do, and that's review brand new Rick and Morty content. So it is now time for 
the main thing. It's the main thing. It's the main thing. Yeah. It's the main thing, baby. It's the main thing. Get it. That's it. Sorry. I'm in my I'm in my head. Thanks to reviews. Just kidding. Well, no, not kidding. I am there. I am there. You're not kidding. It's 100 percent. 100 percent true. <laughs> You're going to record music I'm, this week. I'm working on music now. All right. All right. All right. Bad review. OK. Uh, all right. Let's let's get into it. Hey, it is the main thing. It is the actual main thing. Um, oh, season one, season one, season six, season one, hundred years, hundred seasons, Rick and Morty. <laughs> season WWE. six. Episode one, it is Solerix. Episode air date, 4th of September, 2022. Written by Alvaro Lundy, directed by Jacob Hare. Both of them have written and directed more than one episode. Guest starring Ryan Ridley, uh, who does a voice, Cassie Steele and Carrie Walgren. Here's our bronopsis. Well, this isn't our bronopsis. This is theirs, the official one. Last season's finale was a doozy, bruh. What do we do now, bruh? Uh, uh, we didn't do our own synopsis in a bruh format, uh, because somebody, somebody downvoted a, a, a <laughs> oh, this was, that should have been my red. You're so, you're so influenced by, by, by pop culture and, and comments now, Brandon, no, it's gotta I, be you, man. I just remember, just, dude, I, just stick with what works. I just remembered. I wanted, I wanted that to be the Reddit post of the week where the, where the person was complaining about <laughs> the bronopsis on the, on the Hulu stuff. And I, I want yeah. I wanted that to be it, and I forgot all about it, and I just I went with Wii U, Wii U, Wii U. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, our synopsis: Last season's finale was a doozy. It's time to get original. <laughs> I'm glad you. I'm glad Thanks you read that. that, Brandon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So uh, obviously, uh, for anyone, and and I think this is something that moving forward with this show. Um, it's just a, is a safe bet um, as as the show dips more into episodes that feature canon and story arcs and things like that. We we certainly are not going to um, lay off the gas in these reviews. Right. We're going to talk about everything that happened in the episode. So if you have not seen the season premiere um, and you don't want any spoilers, just, you know, Save this on your on your podcatcher of choice. Maybe maybe uh, bookmark the the YouTube page if you're if you're if you're watching online. Come on back after after you watch the episode. Um, but yeah, this this uh, episode was phenomenal. It was so great. Uh, we've we've watched it like what three weeks ago, yeah. and uh, yeah. and and I am so excited to be able to talk about everything that happened uh, with all of you. So, um, you, did you actually watch the Solaris movie in preparation for this episode? <laughs> um, I started, I did start watching the, the movie, uh, but that was, that was the day that my fever was in full force. <laughs> and, and I got, I got maybe about 15 minutes into it. And I, that's when I, I passed back out. Um, but, but it starts off in this. I'm talking about the George George Clooney version. It starts off very haunting, uh, with with uh, George Clooney like kind of sitting in his bed and his his what we find out later is his dead wife kind of talking to him a disembodied voice. Uh, mm. And I was like, and I saw that obviously after we saw the the screener three weeks ago. Like, yeah, oh boom, well cool. There it is. There it is. So 
we we mentioned Solaris. We mentioned Solaris, uh, originally 1972 movie, remade, and then starred George Clooney. Uh, sci-fi rigmarole about reuniting with loved ones. Go figure. And also about moving on, coincidentally. Uh, which one of, one of the things we want to do, kind of at the outset, is get the talk about the theme of, of what we think the theme of the episode is. Uh, some of it's kind of yeah. on the nose a bit uh, because they say sure. it so often, but. Um, we want to use this as kind of a framing point for the conversation for the rest of the episode, which is really what I think the the main theme is, is yeah, there are it's talking about soft resets talking about there's a best plot in there, but moving on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, the Diane, Diane haunting, uh, a couple of other little details. Um, so, I mean, what do you, what do you think? Yeah, well, about I, it's, it, it is interesting because, we we've talked about it a lot in the off season about how season five was was kind of a, a transitional season. Um, the way that it ended really kind of created that reset where they could do things differently. And immediately in this episode, you you do pick up on those themes about moving on, right? Uh, the when Rick gets sent back to his original reality he has some great lines in there about, you know, talking with the, the AI version of Diane about wanting to move on. And even though he, he could continue to hunt, you know, this Rick prime that we'll talk about later on, he, he wants to, he wants to move past it, even if he can't. Um, And, and to the point where like, he doesn't know what that looks like. He's, he's willing to, to sacrifice himself because, because like he doesn't know, Anything would be better, I think, than just allowing himself to still be consumed with this ongoing hunt for his wife's killer. Um, and interestingly, the show is moving on a little bit from uh, some of the ways that it treated story arcs in the past and and the, and, the, and some of the the characters that we focused on, like like Evil Morty and things like that. And, and, and the show is moving in a new direction, too, and potentially uh, opening doors to, to new and interesting storylines um and, and character interactions as well there, there was there there was an article uh that was posted in the the subreddit um i forget which which news site had it but in it Harmon talks about um giving giving over control of, of most of the writing duties to the younger crowd right and he and he, and he yeah. talks about not you write what you know and not wanting to be you know uh make it to where where rick is uh fighting with his gardeners about overwatering or something like that right yeah, um yeah, yeah. and and you know Harmon is is not a, a canon or not that's he's not a serialization fan necessarily uh and you know in in a, in a way spiritually it's almost an at a little bit of like giving it to the younger folks moving on away from the serial like letting go of that right being like okay yeah, let them have yeah. it they're the ones he talks about this interview let them google things they're fans you know they want to see these things happen too and scott talks about that scott talks about that in, in the interview with us as well like yeah. Yeah. They're, they're fans they want to see what happens next so yeah but and and i think there's there's a fear there right uh if you if you're a fan of the show to say oh well like is the show going to lose its voice is it going to is it going to be totally different but the reality is this the show has become even more of itself right like the callbacks to earlier seasons that we see in this episode um the internal references 
only reinforce the things I think that we we really like about Rick and Morty. So I I, I think maybe that young crew and and with with Dan at the helm, I, I I think I think the show is moving in a good direction, and the writers are already hinting out on Twitter, right? They're like, if you like that. Yeah. Just wait till season seven and eight, which they're in the middle of writing, right? Because, because this is this is them sort of dipping their toe in the pool, and I, and I feel like by the end of this season and into the next, I think we're really going to start to to get a sense of of what this show looks like, um, embracing that canon and embracing that internal mythology, and um, and really just expanding on what's possible in terms of, uh, you know, different foes for Rick and 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 encounters for the family. Yeah, yeah, you're you're absolutely right. And you talk about callbacks. There's there's lots of there's lots of callbacks. Obviously, well, I think we'll we'll get into more of these in a bit. Uh, but okay, like Rick moving on. We've got the Diane. We're talking about like go- the 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 ghosts of loved ones, and they're not necessarily ghosts of. Okay, and we'll just talk about Jerry, right? Like that is a ghost yeah. from Morty's past, in a sense. Right, that is a regret. That's his family that he ditched and left them to to frozen <laughs> in the season three yeah. premiere. Um, yeah. And and then when he when he gets uh, sent back to his original dimension, Cronenberg world, he finds Jerry, and Jerry has moved on, and has and even said to says to Morty during that scene, like you know, Rick was right, you know, uh, let everything go. Um, and so it's just you know, that that's like a kick in the pants. And they talk about it inside the episode too, about that specific moment about that's, that's Morty's defeat right there. Uh, being like, yeah, yeah, you're selfish and that's now you're on your own. Um, it, it, it is really interesting to see that interaction with Morty and I don't know, feral Jerry. I don't, I don't, I don't know what we call him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, rugged Jerry, rugged Jerry. Um, I like that, yeah. But, but yeah, it, it's, uh, it, it, you know, again, like we have it in the show and it's talking about soft resets, right? Like this, having everybody teleport back to their original timelines resets everybody in those base timelines, but it also like brings the family together at like a, like a new central family, like, and Morty has, has sort of gone on this growth journey over the last five seasons where um i think who he was as a person uh was maybe jeopardized a little bit right like he he maybe became a little bit more jaded a little bit more rick-like in, in his lack of optimism or hope and it's it's possible that this interaction with with jerry and his original dad right um maybe that resets that a little bit maybe that that'll cause morty to have you know, a different perspective or a different outlook on the upcoming adventures as well. So yeah, um, yeah. I, I mean, know, maybe, time, time will tell on that, but um, and maybe, yeah, it's, it's it's an opportunity for Morty to be different as well. Maybe it ha- gives him allows him a, a different perspective on his actual dad. <laughs> well, his his new actual yeah, yeah. dad, right? Like, yeah, uh, may, yeah. maybe that maybe that gives them a little bit of perspective. Like, maybe I shouldn't treat him like such an asshole. Uh, maybe I shouldn't treat him like a season two dad (laughs) (laughs) yeah and speak speak it out as a season two um uh, one other theme throughout this episode and 
uh, regrettably, I don't I don't think we'll cover it as much as we as we dive deeper into the A plot of, of this episode. But the B plot of this episode or the Beth plot, as as I would I would call it, <laughs> yeah. um, is it really focuses around space Beth. She's there with the with the rest of the family. Both Beths are, are working with Summer uh, to help bring everybody back. And uh, I, I, I don't know. There, there is a lot of growth and development between those characters and i think um we see a a space beth at the beginning of the episode that's very standoffish doesn't doesn't really want to be part of the family right space beth exists to be the version of beth that left that that doesn't want to be a mom and 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 be around jerry and the family she wants to be out being rick's daughter right and and embrace all of those her rickness, so to speak. Um, and and through the course of this episode, she really, you know, she sees Summer basically idolizing her, uh, wanting wanting her attention, her affection, right? And by the end of the episode, we see her talk her talking to, I don't know, planetary Beth. <laughs> and <laughs> domestic saying, like, Beth. well, maybe uh. yeah, domestic Beth. That's right. Um and, and kind of saying, like, hey. Maybe I could come around a little bit more, not be gone for two years or things like that, right? Um, and, and Beth says, yeah, I'd like that. So I, I think it kind of sets a a future for the show where my two moms is possible, right? Um, and we get both versions of Beth as as regular characters maybe in the show and 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 see how how that family dynamic can work, right? Like They've, they've, everybody's been teleported back to their original dimensions. They've brought back this group, right? The, the, the two Beths, the summer, all from that same dimension. They brought back their Jerry, right? Even though he was the one that was mistakenly grabbed from the Jerry Brewery. <laughs> and then, um, this Rick and Morty, who has always been our Rick and Morty, regardless, like from season one, yeah. uh, regardless of where they came from. But, we talk about those soft resets like this is the Smith family now. This moving forward, regardless of where what dimensions they came from, this is the core group, right? This is this is the Parmesan yeah. family, so to speak, <laughs> right? So yeah, it's it's, um, it's rebaselining the family. It's it's saying, yes. all right, clone stuff. Look, it's Beth and Beth. Whoever's a clone, yeah, sure, sure, sure. But here they are, Jerry. The Jerry Bree stuff, don't you don't have to think about that anymore. You know the answer to that. Rick and Morty, you know where they are from. Uh, and then uh Summer, Summer is in is from that same universe as uh Beth. So um, which is why Summer and the two Beths didn't go away. That is their that is their universe. Um that's right. So yeah, I, I agree with you on the, the software set. I think that's a really good way to again baseline uh moving forward in in be like, okay, cool. We don't have to. We don't have to worry about theory crafting from the past. Now we can still do some theory, yeah. some theory stuff there. But let's let's see. Let's see what we can build I, off of. I think there's going to still be places to pull from, oh, and there's sure. still going to be. Oh, remember this dimension. Remember oh, that sure. one. Oh sure. But oh sure. For now, for now <laughs> at least, and 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 we'll get into some more details about the episode. Um. And this is a major one. Portal travel is broken, right? Like it is, it is hard broke to the point where, 
it, it's, it's it's at least not easy to get around, right? Yeah. Like Rick was able to create a device, do all the things, right? He, he he complains at the end of the episode after after the planet they try to go to doesn't work out. Um, that they have to do all that stuff again. Um, but the ability to just jump quickly from dimension to dimension uh, is not at Rick's disposal right now. And this is the first time we've ever seen that in in the show's history, right? I mean, you go back to the pilot and he's portaling out to get mega seeds and and get, you know, serum to fix Morty's legs and things like that, right? Like interdimensional travel via portal has has been a, a core aspect of the show for so long. So I don't what what do you think changes? What do you how, do you think this will be a long term thing? What are your thoughts on on the broken portal travel? Well, I, I think I don't if it's a long term thing or not. Uh, Rick says in the episode, "I'll get to it when I get to it." That's what he says at the, at the very end when when Summer complains, like portal travel's broken. Like I'll get to it when I get to it, which yeah. which, which suggests to me that you know maybe maybe it's not that far off where we we see some variation of it uh, uh, again. Um, what I think is a, a kind of interesting is is even though it doesn't seem like it's a very easy thing to do uh, by nature of television and by nature of an audience, they can, they can jump around lots of different places <laughs> using, using oh, yeah. commercial breaks, yeah. uh, which is essentially portal travel in a, in a meta way. I don't know what I'm, what I'm actually sure. saying about that, sure. but this, this show's pretty meta too, uh, <laughs> in terms of referring to characters as, by their season numbers and things like that. Yeah. 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 Uh, but, well, but we yeah, got to find a new I, universe. Yeah. We got to go through the portal. It's like, we got to do this whole episode again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but talking about uh, Rick's attempt to reset, he's just going to do, do a, a reset on the portal fluid, but ends up resetting portal travelers. Yeah. Uh, you, you have in all caps, all of those corpses, <laughs> um, which I think I've watched this episode five or six times and still hadn't really thought about the fact that all of those Morty corpses floating around in space um, were getting beamed back to their original realities. So yeah, uh, a gruesome thing to discover. I, I, um, I saw for, for all of those <laughs> realities. I saw that uh, somebody posted on that in the discussion post. And I, I was like, holy crap. Yeah, you're right. All those corpses just floating in space and then all of a sudden transferred back to the reality. <laughs> or like even uh, even just realities where Rick and Morty died. Like what about the uh, the the all of the realities where where Morty with a reset button like he killed himself all those times? Like. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't oh, yeah. there's a lot, there's lots of corpses. All yeah, over the place. There's a lot of possibilities there. Um, one thing that I haven't thought about oh. until this very moment, and I'm going to bring it up to you Do it on it. the show as we record it. I have an email. Sorry. Uh, yeah. There, there's a particular Morty who, who wears an eye patch. Um, did he get, did he get portaled back? somewhere is he is he outside of the reach of the green portals with his with his golden portal um i mean if the cfc is broken he's he's not inside or outside of something that doesn't exist i I don't know i don't know there's there's possibility that um you know evil morty 
was was a victim of the portal reset along with along with everybody else. That's so, that's that's a hell yeah, that's take, a hell of a take thought. that out to your message boards, folks, and <laughs> uh, and let us know your thoughts on that. That one. is a hell of a thought. I would say he has the he has the yellow portal, so. Mm-hmm. He could still jump away if he wanted to. I'm sure. Yeah, he. I mean, maybe he's using different technology, and so he's not, he's not bound to the green portals that uh, that the Ritz are using. Maybe, yeah. maybe maybe that's his out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe that is his out. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Um, yeah, I, there was a there was a, a a point I wanted to mention when you talk about bets, and I know this is going back, but I, I really want to mention sure. it. Is you know there Beth went space. Beth went away. So she could care about herself. And now and now yeah. she's starting to care about the, the family and to build that relationship there. Uh, and so I wonder, I wonder, postulating, not asking you to give me an answer, but if that is going to draw to draw some conflict later down the road in the series uh, of being like, maybe they get along. Maybe the Beths do get along um, when they're vying for that affection. Uh or maybe maybe it becomes a problem later on down the road. I don't know. Yeah, I I I think there's there's definitely room for conflict within that relationship. I think I think they could um they could write it that way. Um I also think there's there's an interesting potential for you know Rick and Space Beth adventures that we've we've talked about in the past. Like there's 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 opportunities for you know, space Beth and the kids to go and do things. And then that can create either some sort of rifts or things like that. Um, I'll tell, I'll tell you what's, what's really easy to consider, but I really, for some reason, hope doesn't happen. Uh, is any kind of love triangle between Jerry and the two Beths? I just, I just, I don't think I want to see that. I, and, and maybe it's already been written. Maybe it's already been, been, Mr. <laughs> Nimbus. Be season for all we know. <laughs> but, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I just, I don't want to sperm Morty episode with, with, with Beth, Beth and Jerry. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but speaking of Jerry, so let, let's go on a little bit about him. Uh, we're talking, yeah, talking about the, we right here have here the question best version of Jerry, um, back on Cronenberg world, they, they lost summer. He lost Beth. He was on his own. <laughs> they didn't thought summer didn't thaw out correctly. Beth got sick. Uh, when a gentle mutant right. licked, <laughs> licked the, licked them thought. Um, and, uh, and he went on and he, learned to let go and he turned into yeah. kind of a, a grizzled like a grizzly adams badass right um who who read who found himself in a barnes and noble read the four agreements and uh the the dark knight uh well yeah yeah and then goes on to make like batman references uh <laughs> in the episode as well so yeah um yeah no i i think this version of jerry has always uh, amongst the fan community uh had a soft spot i th- i think if you if you're out on you know on reddit out on twitter a lot of people are very quick to hate on jerry think he's the worst but this version of jerry uh gets a lot of love and and you go back to the season 3 premiere where he's like 
very feral and um sort of caveman-esque or whatever but he's he's out there he's protecting his family he's um you know he's surviving and then to see the evolution of that character now three seasons later with he's he's more introspective he's 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 grown up because he's been forced to by this 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 rugged world that he lives in and he's lost his family but he's he's the best version of himself and he's able to take care of himself he's able to 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 trick others right he's 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 able to trick morty into losing his stuff and trapping him in the house and doing these things right and <laughs> um yeah, he's he's a cool version of Jerry. Like, and and, and I don't know, it, it's and and, and it's I, cool I'll, to see. I'll also say that Parnell's delivery of of his lines with Grizzled Rick is or Grizzled Grizzled Jerry. There, there, he he does something in his delivery that makes that Jerry so much more confident, and like he doesn't. He changes his voice to where like it's not even a Parnell really like. It's it's not like as whiny or um like weak. I mean, I'm sorry, Parnell, like I'm not saying you're weak, but like um just the way like Jerry's with, delivery is often very a, defenseless or like bargaining, right? Like yeah. like he's trying to to get something and and he's much more confident and and direct in in this version yeah. of, of the character. Even even the even the line when he's when Morty goes after him. Uh, and, and, and he says, uh, what do you say? You know, don't take anything personally. I don't remember the, the other three rules of the, the, I don't remember the other three agreements, but I know that even, uh, commissioner Gordon told, had Batman move on or whatever it is. Right. Like even in that, yeah. that joking line, the phrasing, the way he delivers it is, is not a, it's funny, but it's not a Jerry funny. It's, it's. I don't know. It, I think that's it. Really, really cool. Uh, what, what he did. Yeah. Um, by the way, the other four agreements: be impeccable with your word, don't make assumptions, and always do your best. I looked it up. I just wanted to. I wanted to know what the other four agreements were. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> uh, quick, the Ewok in the chat uh, asking maybe fear ridden is is that sort of the difference in in Jerry's voice? Um, I th I huh. think I think normal Jerry's are typically more afraid and and i think that lack of fear in 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 grizzled uh jerry is is maybe a little bit of that difference absolutely what does beth so, say a, ba um, a basket of fright or something like that <laughs> at, at the end of the episode I don't, know. I don't know yeah yeah uh so um well uh along with the cronenberg world the cronenberg dimension um we have a huge revelation in this episode coming in hot on episode one of the season uh where we are reintroduced to rick prime aka weird rick out on the message boards but uh according to the show right they're they're calling him rick prime and this is this is the rick this is the real deal rick this is the rick that originally uh approached our our rick in the show uh, and offered him the opportunity of of portal travel and 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 things like that, and then when Rick turned it down, uh, he he ended up killing his family, right? And so uh, this, if if you go through the tail end of season five, we get a lot of this lore. We get montages of of Rick 
losing his family and seeking revenge, really becoming the Rick that he is now uh, through this hunt of, of Rick Prime. And it's, they cue it all up at the end of season five, but, but now they have really squarely focused uh, at least uh, the, the direction of the, of the series in this conflict between Rick C-137 and Rick Prime. And, and it's, it's really interesting to find out that Morty is Rick Prime's grandson. That's, that, was, that was the huge thing in this episode that was really kind of blew the roof off. What did, what did you think when you, when you originally heard that or when you heard it five other times from rewatching the episode? <laughs> uh, I, oh, well, I've watched it so many times. Even when I originally watched it, I, I don't remember what my initial reaction was. I, I did, like there's, there's part of me that's like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, that, that yeah, that's that makes sense. That, that sure. makes sense. Yeah, perfect. Perfectly makes sense. Uh, I saw in in the in Reddit they somebody posted it was something it was super close, right? It was before the the premiere. They're like, I have a theory. I have a theory about Morty, and uh, and and they they had it they had it wrong somehow, but it was like so close. And it was like ah, you're almost you're almost there. I I, I want to say it was like they thought like Rick Prime was evil morty's rick ah that's right or something like and and like it was it was off by just a hair <laughs> and i think we said it to each other we were like oh man they're so close like, so, so oh. close. Like, <laughs> but yeah that 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 revelation that um that morty and his reality right that's rick prime's reality and to know and 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 morty even speaks to it he's like was i just like bait for you like were, were you just here to wait for him and rick doesn't fully deny it but he was like well i you know i was kind of waiting for him to show up while i was here yeah but throughout that process legitimately forms the bond with morty and the family to become the version of rick that he is now and and that, I think it would have been really easy. Oh, go ahead. Uh, I was just say like, and that that's episode. What what is it? What is, uh, Rick Potion number nine is like episode seven yeah. or something like that of of the yeah. first season. Uh, like it is so long ago. <laughs> like in, from the first season, that Cronenberg stuff happened. Uh, that like he he was waiting, and then he started going on this other like random tangential adventures with with the family after that point in time. And it was almost as if from that point in time, that's when he started to kind of move on and figure his own shit out uh, and, and start getting closer to the family. Oh yeah. If you follow the timeline, right? Like he, he loses his family, goes down a huge spiral, is killing all these Ricks, eventually is murdered out, so to speak, joins up with a bunch of other Ricks to build the Citadel. As soon as the Citadel is built, he's like, well, I'm done with this. And then the next thing you see in those montages is him going to a home with Beth and like settling down in, in with the Smith family. So, so I think, you know, there's that creates a pivot for him where his focus no longer is just this singular pursuit of the person that killed his family but he is now all right let me try 
living as a grandpa with this family, a version of this family, right? They're not, they're not mine, so to speak, but he starts to build this relationship with Morty. And then all of a sudden, oh, maybe he doesn't have to be as focused on hunting Rick Prime because he's got this other thing going. And now six seasons later or five seasons later, that's all coming back together. And now he's, even though he's, he's ready to move on from it. Now it's, it's right there in front of him and he's got a new opportunity to face it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, I think it's interesting when he was leaving his original dimension, uh, leaving the ghost of Diane, the AI ghost of Diane, uh, he was, he was ready to, to, he was ready to, to move on at that, that point, kind of going through the, the portal, uh, the wormhole, whatever. Uh, and then she reminds him, Hey, if everybody is going back to the original dimension, then wouldn't my killer be going to his too? Uh, yeah. and, and yeah. that's when he has a little trigger of, Oh, maybe I'm not ready to, to move, move forward yet. Uh, yeah. And it's not yeah. until he, he picks up Morty, uh, evil Rick or Rick, Rick primes, original Morty, our Morty, and goes to goes to the space station, all that all that cool stuff, the hidden space station uh, with all the the panels that the I would have shot the panels first too. Um, <laughs> that that Morty eventually tells him like you know if you don't if you don't care about me you know whatever like like I don't know him you're my grandpa Rick Rick and Morty one hundred years like that yeah that classic coming back from a, a coming back from a break having that hundred years reference in there somewhere. Uh, like yeah. it, it almost has to be in a season premiere at this point in time. Um, and, and that's when Rick is like, Oh, okay. Like he, he takes a step back from it. And, yeah. and by the end of it, he, he seems a little bit somber that he's like, no, like I can't, I can't get him. I can't. He's, he's the real deal. He's the, the Rickest yeah, Rick. That's the line. Um, and then of course we have, the the post credits stinger right the the button if you will where um back in the Cronenberg dimension on 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 the planet we see our rugged Jerry come face to face with Rick Prime and uh, uh nearly uh, a a flawless victory for for <laughs> for Jerry fatality Jerry wins um but this this Rick truly is the real deal has some sort of self healing, you know, healing factor uh, that we'll probably find out about uh, at some point in the future um, and ends up killing who we just spent a considerable amount of time talking, talking about. about being our favorite <laughs> version of Jerry yeah. uh, in, in the show. So um, it, it leaves the door open. It leaves the door open for future conflict, future interactions and, um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, is, is he stuck at that planet right now? How, how long will it take Rick prime to, to reinvent his version of portal travel and, 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 and start hopping, you know, realities again? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, that's, that's in the writer's hands and, and we, we trust they're going to do a good <laughs> job with it. So I, I, I trust that they will indeed. Uh, all right. So last thing we'll say is this is everyone's original dimensions now. Uh, with the exception of <laughs> Mr. Frundles, uh, they've they've <laughs> they found their their new place. Uh, so one of the coolest things about this episode were were some of the very deep cuts uh, that that were th shown throughout. 
Um, so yeah. we, wanted, we wanted to highlight a few of those. Downbeat, the game that they played. Uh, at Downbeat. The, Downbeat. <laughs> Takes two to three minutes to play. Uh, Rick, uh, Morty wanting to play Downbeat with, with Jerry, uh, not getting it to it. We still haven't seen how Downbeat uh, goes. Uh, no. The Jerry Barry, I I love I love absolutely love that Jerry's the one that's like, was it Jerry Barry? And it was oh Jerry Jerry Barry yeah yeah I'm deep not cut deep and then cut. they all disappear. Uh, I I love that because there are so many fan theories circulating online already about Jerry Barry and is he the right Jerry? Did they grab the right one? All these things. So for them to go back and kind of confirm that is 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 really cool that the the writers kind of acknowledge that and 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 make it part of the canon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh I already already mentioned the Rick and Morty 100 years. It's not really a, as as much of a deep deep cut, but it's there. Um yeah. The 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 one that I I really dug was it's just one scene when Morty is first on Cronenberg world, he's he's wandering around and he passes the 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 Jaws cardboard box and the little camper in the couch with a little bit of a fire. Uh, where in the in episode seven or what Rick Steve, Rick Rick potion number nine, Summer is describing Jaws, her version of Jaws. Yeah, <laughs> black eyes. eyes like doll's eyes, <laughs> like a doll's eyes. <laughs> That's right. Uh, it just, I, I love I that. Bring clip. that up real quick. Hold I on, love that. Go. So, so yeah, this is this is the scene you're talking about. It's just, it's really just background art, like yeah. it's, uh, and but you can you can see where where the RV is, where where the family was sitting, their their original camp, and it just I don't know. Going back to those, um, really really cool stuff there. Uh, there's there's a, a sneaky bit that you found in oh, yeah. uh, and you sent me some pictures of i don't know did you have this in another area that you wanted to mention or is it, do you no, want to do you no, want to no. talk about this now yeah no i'll i'll, I'll mention it right now yeah so we we wa- we watched and rewatched the episode a few times and then i was going through it kind of scene by scene and i wanted to see <laughs> it started with looking at what magazines uh, morty had found in the in the shop I wanted to see which, yeah. what the names of those magazines were, and we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, but then it got to the scene where uh, Rick is opening a door for Ryan Ridley's character, <laughs> who's, yeah. who's really old and wants to die. And there's a picture in the background. It is a picture of what looks to be like kind of a, a, a green field with a path carved through it, like a kind of swirly path. There's a bay yeah. uh, in the background, and in the front, there's like these purple flowers that are kind of curved with uh, some some grass. It is not the exact same image as Poop Island, but it is very is very very reminiscent. Yeah, you you be the judge, Unity, but uh, compare those two photos, and they look very similar. So I I don't I don't know. I I thought as as soon as you sent me the picture um, that's hanging up in Rick's original house, I was like. Poop Island, like that's that's where his toilet is. Like that's that's the poop planet. Um, and and then yeah, and then you sent me the other photo, and I was like, wow, okay. So either I don't know, there's a little bit of reuse. Uh, like okay, we have to we have to have some sort of picture here. Um, but or or maybe you know it adds more meaning to that location, or yeah. maybe that's maybe that's a place he and Diane 
traveled at some point or something like that. I don't know. You can theory craft all you want on that one. Yeah. Folks, but yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's, it's possible. Th- I mean, think, think about that. I mean, we're theory crafting here is a real thing. Like if, if that is a, a comfortable picture for him to have, maybe it was a place they went, maybe it's, maybe it's just a, a place that reminds him of a, of a happier time, but it's his, his, his own private place that, like that adds an extra little dimension to why he wants to be alone taking a shit on that, on that right. Island. Like right. it, it, it's, it's, it's a finally a place to be to his thoughts and like, you know, maybe reminisce Ooh. that or it's a picture of Malibu. That's, that's option. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. There's a golden Rick head there in that picture too. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, All right. Well, we we we're gonna we're gonna rapid fire because we're we're already going past an hour here on on this show. Um, but as with every episode of Rick and Morty, uh, we we pulled out some of our favorite bits, and and this line or this list got longer and longer uh, as <laughs> as we went through the episode. Uh, so so we'll go through them pretty quick. Um, but honestly, one of my favorite parts of this episode happens very early uh it took everything in me for the last three weeks not to reference it and now i will reference it like crazy uh but that's the moment when when rick uh pretends not to know who iron man is uh and and morty calls him out on it and he's like who was that for uh, um i just the delivery of that line uh you, you like honestly wouldn't even think about it if Morty doesn't call it out, uh, but the, to know that, yeah, Rick definitely knows who Iron Man is and he's kind of being pretentious about it. Uh, that cracks me up every time I see it. Yeah. yeah. And, and, he, and, he, and he, uh, he later follows it up with, uh, Rick mentioned something about, it's like quitting Twitter. Uh, and, and Morty kind of offhandedly says, nobody quits Twitter. And <laughs> which I, I wait, we talked about it at some episode on this podcast before Harmon said it somewhere in an interview or maybe on his Instagram, but he, but about him having a, a Twitter account, even after he quit Twitter, um, whether that line was referencing Harmon or not, uh, I'm going to say it does. It feels like maybe maybe it does a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I just got a notification on Twitter this week that uh, I hit my 14-year anniversary on Twitter. I was just like, my gosh. Oh, God. Nobody, why, nobody why? quit. Why is that, why is that a thing? I only started Twitter because of podcasting. So thank you, oh, Travis. You're welcome, I guess. <laughs> Ooh, sorry about that. Um, <laughs> another uh, minor character, I guess you could call it, in this episode is Digestabot. Uh, I, I, I love this little uh, just random bit of humor in the episode uh, that uh, Morty is forced to consume pre-digested uh i don't know sandwich poo uh <laughs> while while rick enjoys his heirloom tomatoes i thought that i thought that was really funny yes 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 uh the when when rick does the here we go <laughs> and, and, and it does and they don't disappear yet yeah <laughs> there, was, there was so much time to explain <laughs> uh, that, that entire interaction there in the garage is is really solid i just um it's great. And yeah, his, Booger, his interaction Booger with Summer trying to explain her Booger to her. I don't, I don't like passwords. Yeah. I don't like passwords. <laughs> <laughs> I hate naming things. Yeah, that's right. Um, I, we, we mentioned it before, but love the fact that Jerry's the one that realizes it was the Jerry Bree and the, and the, and the deep cut line there. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you feel balmy? <laughs> Unless you're a bomb. <laughs> do you feel balmy? Uh, that, that's, a, that's a solid one. It's, it's a really solid line for sure. Over over there, I talked about the magazines before. 
some uh, you know it's like it's like classic simpsons gag uh bob's burger gag uh where you like it's just the, the funny title so vavoom vavavoomberg instead of bloomberg <laughs> rolling boner <laughs> uh breeders digest sex squire those are the porn magazine news article news uh, those, magazine those are all the titles yeah i think yeah. you sent me a picture of these yeah there's there's a there's a couple yeah. other ones too yeah yeah <laughs> uh it's 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 not quite interdimensional cable level but it's definitely there's there's some there's some creative license there with with some of the titles they, they yeah. do a good job yeah horny cars boat women sex vogue <laughs> is it is in there uh yeah. oily i think there's oily something uh but yeah, yeah, yeah oily yeah. body or something yeah, yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> you put in here uh beth's uh mom beth uh, domestic Beth's uh, inability to kill the scavenger. Um, it's just, it's just a bit of this, like, I don't know, like physical comedy there almost where it's like, Oh, she graces the side. She, she, I don't know if her gun's not working as well or what, but it just kind of goes to, to show her ineptitude uh, in, in that situation, which, which is a stark contrast from how summer and, and space Beth handle themselves. Certainly, certainly. And of course we get to Mr. Frundles who will be a pop eventually. I mean, I might, oh, I hope so. Might already I be. hope so. Uh, but yes, Mr. Frund, I might buy some more pops if Mr. Frundles comes out, uh, to get out of here. Well, go, go get in the car, get in the car. <laughs> He's just so cute. Um, it, it, no it almost seems like, uh, uh everything's on a cob planet sort yeah. of vibes like well well we gotta leave no nope, can't can't stay uh, we've we've ruined this planet for sure yeah uh, you, uh your you, we, we talked about the f- fourth wall breaking we've talked about it throughout the whole episode yeah <clears throat> season two jerry's and talking about episodes and things like that this is yours. Uh, I almost made this the uh, the the uh, the thumbnail for for this episode. Uh, 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 a little canister of cheese uh, by the name of Parmesan. Um, this was another. Th- this was another thing that I wanted to reference for the last like month and and couldn't. Where I just want to talk about Parmesan cheese. There there uh, there are people completely in, out of context. There are people in Reddit who are like, I've made that joke for years and now everyone's going to think that I, I, I stole it from Rick and Morty. <laughs> yep. yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, real, real quick, uh, quick, well, real quick, quick Ewok mentioning now they're all not from the planet that they're on, which is very, which is very yeah. true. So, yeah. You got, you got to, those possums are going to be all riled up because you've got <laughs> like, what oh, is it? Uh, that explains, five, six graves in the backyard. That explains now. the possums. Uh, Oh, I I love I love this. I maybe on like the second rewatch, I noticed this when Rick and Morty go to Rick Prime's little spaceship, uh, and then, then Rick Prime shows up and he's all naked in the tube, and then he starts dancing and he puts his he puts his butt up against the tube and like he's like it's like that uh, Sir Mix a Lot video put him onto glass. He's like his butt cheeks are like squeezing up against the glass. I don't know why that's so funny to me, but <laughs> a little Kaiser Soze there situation. Uh, what an yeah. amazing joke that, I just told. What an amazing joke. <laughs> that that whole scene is so great when they go to his his you know space plant his starship thing, whatever it is, uh, space station. It the the way Rick Prime handles himself in there 
very much felt like the Vindicators episode oh, when yeah. Drunk Rick was just leaving the videos for the Vindicators in that like saw situation. Like it, it, it just had that very similar sort of feel. He he, he mentioned uh, which saw, to me doesn't he? I think he does. I, I yeah. think he mentioned saw at some point, but it, it just it just kind of gives that element of like okay, Rick Prime is the real deal. He's he's maybe one of the rickest ricks there are right but he's very similar to our rick c137 rick in a lot of ways and he's making saw references and things like that and 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 he's not doing it completely blitzed either he's not drunk doing it which i mean mean, like there's there's something to be said about alcoholism here everybody you can be a better version of yourself if you just give up the doobies I think that's what I think that's what they're trying to say. Is that is that is that what the fans need to take from this one? <laughs> yeah. Um I will notice, and this was not in the show notes, but there were a lot of people in the uh live Reddit thread who uh <laughs> were self-medicating <laughs> heavily in advance of this episode. Um so hopefully you picked out all these nuggets um or you have taken time to go back and uh, rewatch the episode and, <laughs> so, and catch all of these things. Sober up. Uh, uh, yeah, go ahead and shout out this last one, which I had not heard this joke until probably like the fifth or sixth time watching the episode, but it is one of my favorites. It is, it is, it is definitely one of my favorites of the episode. It's at the very tail end when, when Rick is like, I'm not, I'm not even your real Rick. Right. And everyone's walking away and they're all just blowing him off. And Jerry subdued in the audio track says, I'm denial Rick. <laughs> just yeah. glorious. Yeah. Glorious uh, uh, just reference to being Pickle Rick or Tiny Rick or any other kind of Rick. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. denial Rick. But at the same time, being like a great stinger and joke, it also kind of helps sort of just close out that like these six people this is the smith family this is like this is their new reality they've all buried the bodies in the backyard they're 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 coming in together and and this group is is the smith family regardless of what dimensions they started from this this is their people right and so I, I don't know that that sacrifices the opportunity for some of the jokes where, you know, they piss off the squirrels and then they have to jump realities <laughs> or like, you know, like, oh, well, I don't I don't care about like there was always that like value on Morty, like Rick always, you know, valued Morty, but he was all the other family members were sort of dis- disposable. And now I feel like this sort of cements this family is like, yeah. OK, everybody here is now part of the group and we're not going to swap you out for another dimensions, you know, Beth or, or Jerry uh, just because it's more convenient. It's, it's a, it's a pretty good, a pretty sly way of creating an emotional stake by, by telling us here are your, here are your core family members. If one of these dies or something happens to them, that is that is that that's your stake right there. Like it's not like going like more duplicity where you have all these duplicates, uh, and you're like, who who knows? They're all all these versions are dying. That's fine, right? If 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 this ver- if these versions of folks died and they were in that explosion that of the universe that they were created, 
there would almost be this like, oh, well, these aren't the people that we were following. We don't care about them anymore. So it's yeah. a really cool way of getting those stakes built up for us. And, and it, it, it happens in this episode, right? Because when Rick is there and he's got his laser whips and he's, he's fighting off, you know, drones on, on Rick Prime Space Station, he's willing to sacrifice those versions of Beth's, right? The, he, he's, yeah. yeah. Morty's saying, you know, like, oh, they're in trouble. We got to go. And he's like, those versions of them are. But it's, it's, it's what happens in that moment. That, that causes Rick to decide to value those bets and, uh, and yeah, and, and, and kind of create that family. So, um, welcome, welcome Matt to the chat <laughs> and, and, and now it is exploding, but, um, you, you, you've arrived at a special time because it is time now for listeners to Jorston Shorthouse. That's right. It's the last, the last segment of the show. Uh, of course, if you have other thoughts or, or, or comments about uh, the show itself, please hit us up uh, over at Rick and Morty pod, or um, you can leave a comment in this video or, um, you know, however, however you want to get a hold of us, but we'd love to hear your thoughts on the episode. Uh, like so many of you have um, over, over on Twitter, uh, we have chase with an evil Morty, Evil Morty, Rick Morty, classic meme. Uh, what did you just write in there? What What are you talking about, Frank? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Old, old, old Chase uh, sending us a. So it's it's a it's a classic meme where the dude's walking with his girlfriend and he's looking backwards at the other girlfriend or the uh, the girl walking yeah, by him, right? the other girl. Yeah. Uh, and so the the face of the the girl Let on the I can find it. Over. The face of the girl on the right is Evil Morty, and then and then the girl walking behind him that he's looking at is Rick Prime. So, uh, cla- Here, classic let me meme. Let me see if I can do it real quick. Classic, classic. <laughs> yeah. For those audio listeners, it's Travis as the girl walking away, uh, and the guy's checking out his butt or bald head. One of those. But anyways, yeah, obviously that's what's happening. <laughs> Uh, so thank you, Chase, for sending that to us. Chase also sent us the the bear meme without any text. Uh, on there. So, uh, Tushin Ranma <laughs> at uh, over on Twitter, who, who sends us emails from time to time, always wants us to review the comics. Uh, uh, asks a good a good question: Why do they keep killing off the good Jerry's? He's of course referring to the comics. The the Doofus Jerry, uh, they killed off yeah. Doofus Jerry in the, in the comics. Um, very comic guy. We've talked about him before. Um, I'll say that the comics aren't canon, so they don't necessarily matter. Uh, they're not the, yeah. the same necessarily, but, um, you know, I, I really hope that throughout this season, next season, further seasons that we do see this evolution of Jerry still, uh, where maybe he doesn't become grizzled, badass Jerry that we have in Cronenberg world where he's kind of also disconnected, uh, from emotions, yeah. like, but that he reaches that self-actualization, that that Harmon references on the inside of the episode. Maybe it takes him a different path to get there, but he yeah. will get there eventually. I, I think it's important to note that Jerry only got that way when he lost everything, when he lost his whole family and was on his own. <clears throat> and and what is core to the standard Jerry of the show is his dependency on Beth, his dependency on being a part of the family and and not being self-reliant. And so I think I don't I don't think you can have both maybe necessarily. Um but there's there's definitely room for Jerry to grow as a character. Um 
but I don't mind him also being the punching bag. Yeah. Because uh, because it provides for a lot of great humor in the show as well. Of course. Of um, course. Oh, <laughs> Uh, a big thanks to everybody joining us on Twitch live and uh, and and sharing your your thoughts in the chat. Uh, a big thanks to 420 Blunt Smoker, uh, <laughs> who who is our latest follower over on Twitch. Um, yeah, we are we are creeping up in in the follower count um, as well as as well as the average viewers. So big big thanks to everybody that continues to tune in uh, over on Twitch Monday nights 9 p.m. Eastern uh, when we start our stream uh we also like to do a little post show hangout uh so if you're if you're if you're here in the chat uh make sure you stick around once we end the show and we'll talk all about all the other spoilers and theories and things uh as we do that but uh and I, Brandon, I, any other short outs that you have for for the folks before we get going yes i do travis we actually we have two brand new reviews over on two Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Wow. Two look at us go. And we read all our reviews, good or bad. This isn't an invitation right. to to uh, send us all your bad ones. Try us. Just try us. Don't, Leave well, a review don't. and see if we don't. You're going you're gonna to break my spirit, uh, sincerely. Uh, but anyways, uh, so the first review is a two-star review. Uh, not for everyone is, is its title. Finally. They are <laughs> they are great at talking about the show, but their personalities are not really for me. I find it extremely tough to listen when they are attempting to be silly or funny or whatever it is. Uh, the acapella beatboxing they do is not my favorite. Uh, yeah, it's not uh, for everyone. It's not for everyone. Like it's Nebraska. Not, it's not for everyone. <laughs> it's not for it's not for everyone. Um, you know, very rarely are we trying to be silly or funny. Um, and you can tell no, when we're very, trying, very seldomly are we trying, period. If we show. if we are I, trying I, I anything, then you got us on a bad day. You, you, I'm in my head when I'm trying and you can tell you can tell when I'm trying to do something funny because uh, I'm Fight not this episode as a source. For... <laughs> uh, but anyway, so so thank you, Sarah, for sending that review. Thank you for listening to the few episodes that you did or maybe it's just a single yeah, episode. Absolutely. Uh, it doesn't honestly, it doesn't matter if you listen to one or all of them still appreciate that you gave us a chance. Um, so yeah. the second and review, skip, skip ahead to the uh, main thing in the episodes. <laughs> just do that. Yeah. Feel free. Yeah. Follow me as example and just skip my beatboxing and you will be, it'll, maybe it'll be better. Uh, our second review, it's a five star review. I like this. This, this review is very, very good. Yeah. It is titled heart and it, says heart and it's by sumi love Let me it see if i can get a picture of it <laughs> straight, <Let me> see. <laughs> straight to the point it's, so e easy the, peasy greasy. I, don't, I don't know if you noticed this about the review but uh it's and, and i don't know if this was intentional but uh the way the the two hearts and the five stars kind of line up they kind of they kind of look like a dick and balls. Like, is that fair? Like, is that <laughs> like, like, I don't know if that was intentional, but, but you crushed it. You did a great job. So. Uh, I'm not going to sue you. No way. I, I, I feel like, no, this is you're of all the reviews we've gotten over the years. Yours is by far the most solid <laughs> rock. Yeah. Solid. Yeah, great work. Thank you. Thank you so much. 
for for all of the reviews and and to everybody that uh, has rated, reviewed, uh, love the comments that we're getting uh, out on uh, YouTube as well. Thank you for those that that like the episodes out there. Uh, huge huge win for for Mr. Wormageddon over there, getting over a thousand views on his on his uh, YouTube uh, uh, tale about finding the statue. Uh, cheers to you for that. Um, and yeah, just thank you to everybody out there, uh, part of unity that continues to support this program, uh, support the podcast, support the show, uh, support this weird thing that we do. Um, yeah. and, uh, yeah, we're excited for nine more episodes this season, right? So uh, if you're not already subscribed or following or, or, or whatever, um, go do that. We appreciate it. Uh, tell a friend if they're a Rick and Morty fan, uh, that's the best way that you can probably help support the show is just share it with somebody that, you know, uh, share it on your social media or whatever it may be. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back next week for another episode, uh, talking about, um, doing a die hard and, and, and things like that. So, uh, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. And, uh, until then I'm Travis. Oh, until then, I am Brandon. Thank you, one and all, for, for listening and being a part of this. Okay, bye. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR.